So uh, we're holding, we're holding here, we're holding here by Parshas Noach. But obviously, we're many of us are not even paying attention to the Parsha, we're paying attention to what's going on in, in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, last week we we did a certain avoda, bracious Shabbos, learning how to quiet from everything in order to settle, in order to take in what has been happening, but also to just. Get away from it all. It's, it's, it, has to be, it has to be balanced. <clears throat> too much of the visuals, too much of the news, too much of anything, or even a little bit sometimes, it doesn't, it, uh, it doesn't do well for people if they don't know what to do with it. So last week, that was the avod of last week. So we're going to continue this week as a hemshich to that avoda, and we'll see, we'll see why afterwards. And I was... Wasn't sure what song to do, wasn't sure. Last week I wanted to keep it away from the somber mood because everybody was anyway down, so we wanted to, I wanted to change it. <clears throat> but this week Adafka wanted to go into that place. And so I was, at first I thought to use Shvure Lev. Chan Benari, we used it once, Rosh Hashanah, I think two years ago. And I saw a clip where he was, he was playing that song. I think one of, the members of his production team of something was killed. And he was playing it. He was playing that song by the, by the kavura, by the funeral. So I was going that way. And then, and then today I get, a, I get a text from Chaim. And he, uh, he mentioned to me a song that we did, Parsha Shemos, two, two years ago, Momo says, a song called Dying For You, from somebody named Avram. Now, most people probably were not there. They probably didn't hear it. You were there then? And when I listened to the song, after, right after he told me, I said, you know, what? I'll listen to it. I'll see how I feel. So I started crying in the car. It really, it really affected me. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's, that's the, the vote. So we're going to listen to Dying For You, speak a little bit, listen to it again, as we always do, and then we're going to listen to Shur Leif, which is a Rosh Hashanah song. It's also the Zman now to bring us back in, like Yanki was saying. So you have the words, but you could hear them pretty easily. And it's about this man we're going through
in the streets Fighting when they said they wanted peace Honestly, they lying through their teeth When the truth is, they just want to see us all deceased But I know God will never let it be Cause I believe in everything that he does I know we're supposed to be elite And we try our hard to say the very least I'm just a man What do I know anyway? How do I keep from falling? Oh. And you make some plans And you make me grow every day Look who we keep on calling to We're dying for you Questions. There's a medrash that tells us that Avram Avinu, I think it was when he was hiding from Nimrod. Right? Nimrod wanted to kill Avram Avinu, you know, he threw him into the fire at the end of this week's parsha. That Avram hid in a cave, and at a certain point he, he ran away and he hid in the house of Noah and Shame for 39 years. And it was there that Noah and Shem taught Avram Avinu about all the ways of a Kaddish Baruch. So we know Noah knows a Kaddish Baruch. Noah is very connected to, to Kaddish Baruch. So why wasn't, why wasn't Noah the first Jew? He was monotheistic, obviously, believed in one God. Like Avram Avinu eventually was. So why does everything start with Noach? Tzadik, Matzachem, he was saved, he has shame, Malki Tzedek. What's wrong with Noach? And question number two is the Gemara tells us, remember where may Pesachim, that the world's broken down to 6,000 years, says the Gemara. 2,000 years of Tohu, 2,000 years of Torah, 
and 2,000 years of Yemosa Mashiach. The 2,000 years of Torah start when? Anybody remember? Avram Avinu. The 2,000 years of Torah start with Avram Avinu. What? 52 years old. Starts with Avram Avinu, those 2,000 years, the Gemara says. Well, if anybody learned within a few Pesukim from the first Aliyah or two of this week's Parsha, and Noah has to bring the kosher animals in and the non-kosher animals, right? What, is, what does Rashi say from Chazal? Noah learned Torah. What? Noah learned Torah. He's going to bring Karbonus. But Noah, it says, Chazal say Noah learned Torah. So why didn't the 2,000 years of Torah start also with Noah? He learned Torah. There's another Medjish, and I don't remember which Chabura it was. We once quoted it a long time ago. It's a Medjish in Tehillim. And it says that Avram Avinu, when he met Shame, Noah and Shame, he asked them, what did, you, what did you do? What did you, what mitzvah, what merit did you have to get out of the Teva? Or what saved you? So Shame says, Tzedakah. The mitzvah Tzedakah. So Avram Avinu says, what, there are poor people with you? What mitzvah tzedakah were you doing? So Shem says, because we took care of the animals. We didn't sleep. We ran around feeding them, tending to them, caring for them, or most nefesh for them. Even one time my father was a few minutes late and a lion injured him. The Medrash says. And we know Rashi brings that down, that part down. So Avram Vinu said to himself, if in the merit of the tzedakah of tending to animals are so great, call chicane if I tend to people who are created at Salmenu Kid in the likeness of the image of God. And that became Avram Vina's mission in life. To be the biggest Baal Chassid, which we know. He began. We all know about Avram Vina's Chassid. And we'll learn about it more in Mitzvah coming soon. Lachlechan Vayera. Mostly it's Vayera where we all talk about it. The kids come home, everybody with the four, with the right to tend it for openings, other projects. And we know he took care of people. He tended to them. He cared for them. There's a Sefer, a great Sefer, Sefer and Musr, officially, about Midos, really about Midos. It's called Chovos Adam Olam. It's one of the first one that Rebbe ever told me to look into. I was asking him about something and he said, this Sefer. There's a lot of them. It goes on the Midos. It's very, very good. And I saw that he brings down from the altar of Kelm that what's the source of Chesed? Avram Avinu, the first of the Avos, the first Jew, his Midah was Chesed. That was the biggest. Olam Chesed Yibane, the whole world was built on Chesed. Where did that come from? Where did Avram Avinu's love of Chesed, obsession with Chesed, to tend to people, to care for people, where did that come from? So the Altar of Kelm says, I'm adding a little bit, that chesed is what? A person has a need, a person has a want, and you fill what that person needs. A person needs money, so you give him money. He needs clothing, you help him with clothing. He needs a job, you help him. You do a chesed for the person. <coughs> How do you know that he needs and wants something? So he could tell you. Or you could recognize in that person that he's lacking something, and you feel his pain. When you recognize 
this person's lacking, and you feel for the person, therefore, you want to give to him. What's that midah called when you feel the pain of another person? No say ba'ol emchaver. No say ba'ol emchaver. You take upon that person's yoke, that person's yoke, take it with him. No say ba'ol. You take on, you carry the ol with your friend. He's carrying a big burden. He's lacking something. He's in pain, whatever it may be. And you take it upon yourself. We know that who's the, who epitomized this midah? Swaram tells us it was Moshe Rabbeinu. So Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu was living in the palace. He was living it up in the palace. It says, Vayigdal Moshe, Moshe got older. Not just older, because it says Vayigdal earlier, Rashi says, he became more mature. Vayetze Elochev, he went out to see his brothers. The Ramban writes in this Pasuk, he was just told that he was a Jew. He was just told that he was a, whatever, maybe, maybe uh, his Mi'ochevet came and told him then, I don't know exactly, I understand, he doesn't say who, he just said, lo. He was told he was a Jew, so he went and said, these are my brothers, let me go out. The went out to his brothers, Vayar and he went to see their pain. Vayar ish ish and he saw one of the Mitzrim beating the other, right, the Jew. So a Mitzri beating the Jew, and he, we know he killed the Mitzri. Rashi says, Vayar he went to see their pain. So Rashi says, very clear, Nosan Einov Velibo Lios Meitzer Aleim. He placed, Moshe Rabbeinu placed his eyes to see and his heart to feel the pain of his brothers. No se bolam chaver. Now, the mistake that sometimes is made is that everybody dwells on the last part of the Pasuk. He saw the Mitzri beating the Jew. He stepped up. He killed the Mitzri, buried him in the sand, and then the, the Parsha goes on, and then Parah was told that the Tani has to run away. Did he go out because he saw the Mitzri beating a Jew? No. They are He went to, he knew the Jews, now he knows the Jews are his brethren. He knows that they are in pain, they're enduring, and he went out to see that. Even had there not been a Mitzri, he still would have gone. Right? It wasn't an Indian of just going out to kill the Mitzri. The Yarbis of He went to feel, be with, the, with his brethren, to see their pain and to feel and to pay, take upon the yoke. Happened to be, he also could go this step further and take matters into his hands, take that pain of another Jew who's getting beat and he's able to kill that Mitzri. <clears throat> The point is, is that no se bo'im chavero, it's lav dafka, you have to do anything. That's one point in the Apostolic. The very fact that vayar b'sivlosam, that he went and he went to see and to feel, that itself, nasen enav velibo, leos meitzar leim, that itself is considered no se bo'im chavero. But you could ask a question, so what? So let's say Moshe Rabbeinu went out. Let's say Moshe Rabbeinu went out to see the people and to feel their pain. 
And that's all he did. He walked around. What did that do for the people? Let's say he saw the mitzvah beating up the Jew. But Moshe Benu was, was too weak, or he was too scared, he was too ashamed, he could, whatever, he was, he was too scared, he was nervous. Would that have meant that he's not no Sibon Chavero? What exactly is no Sibon Chavero? What is the Midah? Right now we're sitting nicely, eating some Charlant in Woodmere, New York. And we have a lot of our brethren who are in places that are very dangerous right now. So we should sit and we should no Sibon Chavero. We should sit and we should think about their pain. What does that do? What does that do for them? They have no idea. If Moshe Benu had just gone out to watch them, what would that have done for them? So, this is really, it's really is sowed by all Midas. The Tachas of all Midas. I'll just briefly mention it for a second. The tachas of Midas. What's the point of working on one's Midas? Because the Torah tells of halach the To go in God's ways. Just like Hashem is a racham and a chanon, erechapayim, so, so to you have to be a racham, a chanon, erechapayim. Just like a Kodesh Baruch Hu visits the sick, so to you have to visit the sick. The tachas of Midas is that a person perfects himself. Not out of gaiva, chas out of his ability to maximize and to actualize his potential of being created, Kaddish Baruch Hu built us, created us, we can become God-like. It's not, you don't get to that necessarily by learning Torah and Davening. But through the Midos work, serious, serious Midos work, a person can emulate a Kaddish Baruch Hu and bring out his Bitzalmenu Kedmuseinu. So what's the tachlis of no sebon chaveru? See, many people think it's, this guy's carrying a heavy load, I'll run over there, and I'll pick it up with him, and therefore he has 50%, I have 50%, and I helped him out. <coughs> no sebon chaveru. Of course that's true. But again, what happens if, if I can't help that person physically? When Moshe Rabbeinu is living in the palace, And he, let's say he knew he was a Jew. So Moshe Rabbeinu finds out he's a Jew. He's like, oh, okay, very nice. I'm a Jew. So, by DNA, by spiritual DNA, all the people out there, they're my brethren. But no, no. I'm in the palace. I feel bad for them, you know. But what, I, what can I do anyway? If he would have done that, then he would have been creating a period, a separation between him and the Jews. So although intrinsically he would be a Jew, he wasn't acting like a Jew. He had to go out of himself. Nosibon Chaver means go out of your comfort zone. Go out of your gaiva. Go out of your yechidas. And go be with the Jewish people. Whether it's one single person, whether it's old Klai, so it doesn't matter. Even to get yourself out of yourself just for one other Jew, you just entered into Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael. You don't need to be no Sebal in every single Jew in the world. But the very fact you break out of yourself and you're with one other Jew, you've just become part of the Klal. 
Klal Yisrael. Otherwise, it's a period. Otherwise, you're by yourself. Person loves davening biyichidus. So you daven biyichidus because he wants to connect to Kaddish Baruch. Sounds great. Tefillah. Relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Tveikis. But the Kaddish Baruch wants Tefillah B'Tzibur. Kaddish Baruch wants you to be with other Jews together. He wants the club. There's time for the prop. There's time for the Yechidus. But the general way that a Kaddish Baruch wants us, he wants us to be with the people. Whether you could do something or not do something. It's not about doing. It's about leaving that comfort zone of the self, of the gaiva. And go out, see, feel pain of another person. No se bom chavero. You know where that's where that term is usually is usually found. We've all heard that meter probably. Where is it found? Fascinating. Amen. In Perkeavos. It's one of the Memches Kenyane Hatara. One of the 48 qualities that you need to have to be Kona, to acquire the Torah. No Sebom Chaver is one of them. What Shaykh is No Sebom Chaver with Torah? Well, the answer now we understand. To be, to be Kona Torah, you can only be Kona Torah if you're part of Claudius. Avram Vino didn't accept the Torah. Yitzhak didn't, didn't accept the Torah, not Yaakov. Only when Moshe Rabbeinu came with Klal Yisrael, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Negra Harkish Echad, Beleiv Echad. Only when you're part of a bigger group, Klal Yisrael. You can't accept the Torah if you're by yourself. It's only if you're willing to be Nosei Ba'olim Chaveru, to leave yourself to go out with others, with other Jews. Then you're Zohar, to be of the Torah. The Memchaz Kinyan Torah is not about learning, what does Nosei Ba'olim have to do with intellectual learning? That's also not the point of the Torah. The point of the Torah is not just intellectual learning. To be Kona the Torah, to be Kona the way of life of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hanhag Hashem. Oh, it's a, it's a Derech Chaim. Just like it says by Adam Rishon, Lahelos Adam Levado, Lo Tov Adam Levado. Man's not good by himself. Esel Ezer Kenegdo. I'm going to make him an Ezer Kenegdo. So Kodesh Baruch Hu took the side of Adam, made it to Chava, so, so they can be married. Man is not good by himself. So step one is having a wife. Step two maybe, Zoha, children. But there's another aspect of Lotov Heos Adam Levado, and that's if he's not with Klal Yisrael. If you're by yourself, even with your family, your wife and your kids, but you're not connected to Klal Yisrael, there's something severely lacking. In you. Nosibom Chavero is that is that Midah. It's one of the Midas. We go at them with the cloud. We connect to them. It's huge. So therefore we understand, even though Noah was learning Torah, but he was only with his wife and his kids and the Teva. Torah can't start. Even though he was learning Torah Bifrat, it's, can't have the, you can't bring down Torah that way. Avram Avinu, though, even though it wasn't Kalal Yisrael yet, and it was only, only with Moshe Rabbeinu and Kalal Yisrael, but Avram Avinu was going out to the people. People. He made his life's work people, not animals. 
he brought people to a Kaddish Baruch so he, so he, the Torah starts with him. Because he had the ability to be no Sebaum Chavero. That's the source of his chesed. So 2,000 years of Torah starts with him. Okay. So that makes sense. That Noach didn't start the era of Torah. And it was only by Avram Avinu. But so so Noach did find God before Avram Avinu did. And Noach did teach Avram Avinu about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So again, so why wasn't he considered the first Jew at least? Okay, so he wasn't, the era of Torah didn't start with him. That you need, then you have Klal. But what about the religion? The monotheism? Noach Matzachin Bein Hashem. Noach Zish Tzadik. So why didn't it start with him? Similar answer. That again, Noach, and nothing, we're not, and no tainas on Noach. It just didn't work out this way. But Noach was with his family on the boat. He didn't connect to the people. Some even have tainas on that. It's hard for me to even say such words like that. But Noach didn't, wasn't a car of anybody. Avram Vina's whole life was to go bring people to Kaddish Baruch. You can only be the first Jew if you care about other Jews. How could you be the first Jew if you're not with other Hevra Jews together? There's no such thing as one Jew. You could have, you could believe in God. You could have a Muna. But you can't be the Av Hamon Goyim. You can't be the big, the one who starts Judaism, Jewish people, a Klal, unless you go out to the people. Chesed. And Chesed's amazing. But even more than that, to be the source of the Chesed, we know say Baal and Chavero. And that was Avram Vina's life. He became the first Jew. He created the Jewish people. Everybody took, from the time the news came in on Shemini Atzeris, everybody took it in different ways. People's personalities are different. Some people wanted to hear more. Some people wanted to hear less. But in the beginning, it was a big shock. It was a big shock. The information coming in was like an overload. There was sadness. There was crying. And then, Claudius all stepped up and went into like major chesed mode. That was like last week, you know? In the beginning of this week. Sending money, sending stuff, vest, helmets, all this stuff again. Boom, boom, everything. Closet just went like insane. But those who are far from the action, like us, and everybody's different, but I even thought about it. Okay, so first there was the shock, very emotional. It's just emotional, I mean, just hearing such things. Then just doing whatever it was, Tehillim and Davening and being Mechazik, whatever it was, going to that mode. But as time goes on, like anything else, the emotions wear down. The emotions are not, they're real and they're not real. They're real because you feel it. But they're not real because they're not guided always by straight thinking. It's just a reaction, something you hear. 
But as the time goes on and the emotions go down, now what are you left with? And the chesed is slowly dwindling. We're limited now in what we could do. Okay, some backpacks. How much, right? So the Tehillim is going, but I wonder. I'm, I'm, I, haven't been, I haven't been going to those, that big, you know, that one in the, the Chizik one, Young Israel, Woodmere and Young Israel. I don't know. It, has it, is it still as intense as it was by the first week? I don't know. You tell me. Is there as many people there? I don't know. I, and logic would dictate not. People go on. But we have an obligation of no sibol mechaverim. Again, it's, it's not about doing anything for the soldiers, for those families who had victims of terror. We're not there. We can't really help them. But what we have an obligation to do, each person on their own, is to go out and to see and to think and to feel now what's going on. Still there are Mitzvah still with us, there's hostages in Gaza with Hamas, animals. There's families now, okay, they sat Shiva. They're going to, everybody's going to move on. But all of them are still lacking parts of their family. Which, of course, is any time a person loses somebody. But our voda is that we have to break out of ourselves. For ourselves, for our own purpose. <clears throat> Not to become complacent. It doesn't mean to mope all day. We have to be very careful with this avoda. It's, it's... To feel the pain of another Jew doesn't mean to feel depressed. Not atzvus. That's not nosi ba'om chavero. Some ba'om chavero is, is to try to just think and be misboning on what they're going through and to feel for them. Not depression. If you get to that point, you're part of from nosi ba'om chavero. That's not what a Kaddish Baruch wants. He wants you to feel the pain. He wants you to be part of Kalei and I'll say, I'll say a chiddush, at least according to my own opinion. Whereas in the beginning, I was, again, this is my own personal opinion, I was very against seeing any of the videos, specifically, definitely the graphic ones, which I, I didn't see anything, so I don't even know what was really shown. But I heard there were such things. To see that, that's just created fear. That just created more terror in a person's heart. But as the emotions go down, and we want to be Nosem Mechaveru, you need to see. Nosem Einav. Moshe Beinav, a Yarbis of Losem. Now, you have to be very careful with that. What are you going to see? I'm not telling anybody to see graphic things. But if you go watch a, a, a video of one of the funerals, that's enough to feel the pain of what's going on. Don't see all that other stuff. Don't see the news. That doesn't help anybody do anything. It's just Shekhar and lies, we know. But to connect, you might need to see. You don't. You don't have to. Not an ain of the libo. You could just not an libo. You could just put your heart onto. You could be misboning on what's going on over there. But if a person wants to to try to feel it, again, this is already after the original, right? Very very clear. This is after that that shock. To watch the videos, then that was that wasn't no sebam I don't think that was just oh my god. That's just shock. It's just emotion. But now, to sin, to watch the funerals, to watch the, the families 
grieving, going to rallies where some of the families of the hostages are, are here to feel their pain, to be with them. That's our Avoda. But also not, if you want to do this Avoda, which is a high level, it's important, but not to look down upon anybody else who's not doing that. If you choose to be Nosev Omchavero, you should. But if you see other people going on with their lives, now's not a time to point at them and say, why aren't you being Nosev like I am? Because that would be a Pagamin. Achtas. And Klal Yisrael. The whole Tachas of Nosev Omchavero is to connect to Klal Yisrael. So if you point out and are angry and yell at other people for not being Nosev Omchavero, you're just distancing yourself from Klal Yisrael. You're just Xing out what you did. You entered with no Zibbaol, and then you exited with being angry at Jews. Right? How does that help with anything? The true no Zibbaol is a person who takes it upon, it's a personal avoda to feel the pain of another Jew. Like Moshe Rabbeinu, like Avram Avinu. That brings us to real true chesed. That brings us to Klal Yisrael. That brings us to Torah, which we have to learn now. Eretz Yisrael needs a Shmira. We could say our Tehillim, but you have to learn Torah. Torah is the biggest shmir. Because as long as there's Torah, there's a world. There's Kalaisra. If there's no Torah, like Rav Nelson brings down, by the Mabel, the Mabel came because there was no Torah. I'm not going to explain the whole Torah now, but even the Shiva Mitzvah's B'nai Noach, which is Ki'ilu Torah, the people there weren't keeping. They're not keeping it? The world has to be destroyed. Because unless... You're learning Torah, you're being Mekai in the Torah, then you have a world. If you don't have that, so what's going to keep us strong? Again, of course, Tefillah, of course, Chesed. We have to, we have to Mechazek the Torah. And if a person found time to go to Tehillim rallies, and he found time to do other things, again, some personal, most rich person has to take upon themselves, then he probably can find time also to, to learn, which is important. Even 10 minutes, what does it matter? So as the, as the, you know, we're still in it. We're not out of it. The person has to have a head on straight. Where, where is our voda right now? Where are we holding? And each person could come up with something different. I'm just giving one mouth. We should be zochah that this should all be over soon. All the hostages should be freed. We should be zochah to have a, a true simcha with the coming of Mashiach Meherim. Amen. Playing from Maurice's iPhone, too. So the song, of course, is, is we're not the ones who are dying, but we're trying to feel for those who are dying. And also over here, we don't, I mean, I don't know, we don't feel anti-Semitism over here, but there are people on college campuses, in other countries, who are getting beat up big time. So we have to feel for them also. I wanted to mention that also. We, you know, there's a lot of no sibam chaver that we could be doing. Yeah. There ain't nothing we can really do. People hating on us all the time just cause we choose. These are just some lessons I don't go from. Every generation is a new one. This is how you win and never lose some. Love a shame until the time to pay your dues comes. 
them until the time to pay your dues comes I'm just a man Why do I know anyway? How do I keep from falling? You're, and you make the plans And you make me grow every day Look who we keep on calling to We're dying for you Two years ago, we discussed in Parshish Shemos that the Jews in Mitzrayim are getting beat and getting killed. They're dying for you. Yeah. We do another song of this, Mercy, maybe? 